0: the messiah community radio talk show this is michael james lauren your host guess who's with us jonathan kane songwriter and keyboardist for the band journey me i say anymore i mean just we're so glad that you're with us welcome to the program
1: thanks michael it's good to be with you tonight
0: our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics Bayer dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology And by Hamilton Stands, founded in 1883 in Hamilton, Ohio, Hamilton Stands is the oldest music and instrument stand maker in the world. They offer a broad range of sheet music stands, band and orchestra instrument stands, and combo stands, including mic stands, guitar and keyboard stands, and accessories. In fact, the broadcast you're listening to is made using a Hamilton stage rocker mic stand. Visit HamiltonStands.com. And Auralex Acoustics has one mission. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects, pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators. Um, do you ever get tired of that? I mean, you hear, uh, you know, songwriter and keyboardist for the band Journey. <laughs>
1: well, we have to add the Hall of Fame now. That's right. You know, so that, that was a big deal a couple years ago. And... uh uh, now I'm author. So, you know, we we have an author in there. And <laughs> well, it's a wonderful husband book. Husband of Paula White Kane. you know, that's another, you know, we, we have a few extra things that we've added on in the last few years.
0: I should say so. Uh, Pastor Paula White, we want to hear about your, you know, relationship, your marriage, of course, to her yeah. in the book. Don't Stop Believing, mm. uh, Jonathan Cain. It says, the man, the band, and the song that inspired generations. And, of course, it has like a gazillion downloads. And it, it, just between you and I, isn't it true that the Lord's favorite brand, band is Journey? Is that right?
1: It seems like it. I mean, <laughs> we sold out 10 stadiums. I think we uh, sold over a million tickets this year, wow. which uh, is a record. And um, I have to give all praise and glory you know, to our Savior. I mean, it's... Uh, it's Holy Spirit kind of year for us, you know, really amazing.
0: Yes, it is. And so, you know, you're, a, of course, a wonderful songwriter, but also it transfers over in the book as far as your clarity, your introspection about your life, your band, uh, emotions, childhood. I mean, it's uh, it's a quality book, which you've written
1: Thank here. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I was the editor of uh, of my newspaper in, in uh, back in Chicago. Uh, and, you know, I had some good teachers and dabbling in journalism, and actually got accepted at Northwestern. Uh, sadly, I didn't have the money to go to that fancy school, so I had to settle for uh, a conservatory in Chicago where uh, I did pretty well.
0: I would say so. I, mean, I was going to say, too, if you're, if you're ever going to be known for one song, too, and, of course, there's the millions of them, you know, a lot you've written, but Don't Stop Believing" is, yeah. is the one you'd want to write.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely. I, it, was a, it was a phrase my father had, uh, you know, sort of – uh, said to me on the phone call uh when I was struggling in hollywood and he um you know just said you know i'm I, I have a vision for you and uh don't want you to come back to Chicago. you stay the course uh he always told me there was a blessing beyond the battle and so i I stayed tight there and i'm glad I did because in probably four years um I was playing in journey and i was i went from you know, having, not, not having a job to playing for millions of people. So, um, it was quite a, a jump, you know, in my life. And I, I think it was my suddenly, you know, the Lord has set me up for a suddenly and suddenly, you know, I was writing music for this world-class band and a world-class singer and guitarist, of course. Um, and it's just really, uh, it was a jump, you know, and, and and my father was prophetic in in so many ways, uh, so prophetic. Uh, I'll always, uh, you know, have a heart for him and you know his his vision and you know just you know I miss him. Uh, <laughs> it was a tough thing when he when he died. He died so young at sixty three, you know. So uh, I'm sure he is. Uh, he's pretty proud of what we ended up doing together.
0: That's one of the things that comes across in your book and also your interviews is that close bond, that relationship. I mean, because, I mean, some kids out there, they hear you're dumb, you're stupid or something like that. Your, your dad was, you know, your biggest fan, your champion, you know, don't stop yeah. believing.
1: And uh, Yeah, and I, I hope to inspire other dads with this book. You know, I hope that other fathers or new fathers or, you know, men that are considering fatherhood to take it seriously like my father did, you know, and, and to really be a leader and to uh, to map out things. You know, he 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 sort of was a self-made man. And for me, he saw I was kind of scattered and and he really, you know, put a structure in my life and said, now we're going to practice and we're going to, you're going to write songs and you're going to play and you're going to perform and you're going to, you know, he had the whole uh, sort of, uh, structure for me, you know, and and he would come to my you know gigs and say you know that was pretty good, but you could do better when you if you do this and when you said that that wasn't so good and you lost them when you did this and you know, he knew he his was, stuff. He was really and you know when I was young, um, there were you know they were serving alcohol in some of the places and you know I, they had he had to have an adult with you you know and he spent his weekends you know watching over me you know when i was a minor and um certainly uh i'll never forget you know driving home at you know 4 in the morning with my father um you know explaining to me what what i did right and what i did wrong i mean it was really <laughs> a blessing to have such a mentor um you know and and again you know it's seeing something in your child like like he saw in me and um so so terrific to have a dad that was encouraging and inspiring
0: One of the things I like about you uh, a lot is you're an emotional person, you know? I mean, you're the real thing. And so a lot of us don't know how to feel anymore sometimes, you know? I mean, you get a little jaded or whatever, but you you feel things, and you write these songs, you know, where everybody feels what you're feeling, such as, you know, Faithfully and Don't Stop Believing. And so uh, is it difficult to be someone who's an emotional person or who feels a lot? I mean, it's a weird question, but uh, I imagine it helps the songwriting.
1: It does, and, you know, you, you learn to to curb your emotions, you know, in life to a, to a degree. And then, and then when it's time to dig in, you know, you, you can't be too vulnerable to everything around, you know, I sort of have, uh, I, I read this book by Stephen Covey, you know, the, and it was something about the the seven effective hap- mm-hmm. habits of, you know, and, and, and one thing that really hit me was the circle of concern. And he said, you know, this is, if it doesn't concern you, then you need to stay out. I mean, I used to worry about the evil in the world, you know, and I couldn't Mm -hmm. turn off the evil. And I, Uh and I said, you know, well, we have God, so let him deal with evil. And, you know, I'll just, you know, you'll never really, and some things just never are going to change, you know, and some things you, you can only change yourself, you know? And so I work on, you know, trying to be better, um, you know, educated on certain things and and not try to get all wrapped up in everything. You know, Um, a lot of people just let everything affect them, you know, and then you, you end up with a bias, you know, you end Mm. up with this unconscious bias and I try to remain neutral to things. And, and when there is a bias, um, you know, floating in front of me, I can see it and I just go, well, we, why don't we just remain neutral here and, and 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 see you know what happens. And if you don't, I think a lot of us don't have all the facts, you know. And we're fed all this yes. stuff that it's not real news sometimes. And you know, it's it's we're living in an information age where we're constantly bombarded with stuff. And and I like to just remain neutral, um, you know, and and decide once I get the facts for myself rather than just. You know, jump, jump to conclusions. I mean, I, I kind of feel the same way about music. You know, I, there's a lot of music out there, but, you know, I pick and choose what I want to listen to and what I think is good for me.
0: Does it seem better? Like, does the world make more sense when you're thinking about it and you're writing songs? I mean, does somehow is that, is that the place that you can take thoughts, feelings, emotions and put it all together and somehow it makes more sense than, than I guess, just regular life even?
1: Yeah, you know, we as songwriters are observers, you know. We're we're keen observers. We see things and feel things other people don't. And I think God gives us a a sense of that, you know, and 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 that's kind of our uh, our duty, I guess, you know, to write it down, um to write down a special emotion or something that happens on a crossroad and you know, you you want to capture that moment. And so yeah, we we wanna be that postcard that, you know, you wish you'd send to your your gal or or we wanna be that roadmap, you know, that, that that if if you get in trouble that, you know, like I, a lot of people have said to me that, you know, they play Don't Stop Believing and they they stop thinking about, you know, suicidal thoughts yeah. and things like that. And I go, you know, I you just go, Well, all right, cool. Uh, <laughs> faithfully is, you know, one of those songs where I'm I'm going to get married. I'm going to play faithfully, and I'm like so honored. You know, they would they would think that, and you know, a lot of military guys, you know, um, have really resonated with that song because they are gone. You know, and it is a trust thing. You know, at home, and um, and there is a loneliness out there, and uh, and you know, you try to write songs for the lonely people and, and, and give them hope to the encouragement that there is someone for them. Um, I think there's a somebody for everybody, you yes. know, and, and, and that's our job, I think, as writers to encourage hope and inspiration.
0: And just between, you know, you and I has, uh, you know, any rich donor ever said, Hey, you know, we want you to play at our daughter's wedding. Uh, don't
1: <laughs> <die."> <laughs> well, I don't think so. I mean, you know, we, <laughs> I sign, uh, a lot of times I'll do the lyric sheet, um, I'll just write a lyric out on you know a nice piece of paper and 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 people are thrilled with it you know like Ivanka Trump has uh, has the lyrics that don't stop believing in her office and I'm wow. flattered I'm flattered that you know she thought that much um, you know of a guy that wrote you know helped write a song and I'm I'm a lyric guy and you know I lived that song I I grew up in Sunset Boulevard in the seventies and that Boulevard existed in my life and i was that singer in a smoky room <laughs> right and there was a smell of wine and cheap perfume and <laughs> all of that good stuff you know and, and and steve and i both um you know lived that club life for a while before we hit the big time and uh, you know it was just such an honor um well we had a lot in common you know uh, uh, all of us did and when i landed in the journey camp i i realized that god had put me there
0: Oh, absolutely. I was going to say, you know, half of our problems I think is a a lack of uh serotonin and dopamine and you hear that song Don't Stop Believin' and it just puts it right where it should be.
1: <laughs> I well, I hope so. I mean, in in the end it was just you know, sort of like my life story um wanting to be in the music business from the outside looking in and um ironically it ends up being the one the one song that um you know, when you write about something that that you love and that you're passionate about, uh, it it can't help but you know inspire others, and 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 that's. That's lucky for us.
0: Yeah. And just a psychological profile. I mean, most of us anyway are always struggling through something. We need that faith. We need that belief. You know, I mean, that's what we kind of hinge ourselves to. Or it seems like if you don't have that kind of strength, we can end up in in lowly places. So, you know, that's a wonderful song. Um, You have a real heart for for teaching, it seems, uh, songwriting. And can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Well, you know, I had some mentors along the way that really uh took time with me and spent hours you know listening to my music and and trying to explain to me you know what was missing and and and, and i and i feel like you know it, it, i like to play pay my blessings forward you know and and if i can i mean we're we're working on a a conference uh called open music and um uh, we're going to try to have an event where we're going to face the challenges of the music business, the songwriting and, and whatnot. And my daughter, of course, uh, Madison, is a singer-songwriter. Yes, uh, she was and, on The Voice. Yeah, she was on The Voice. And so I, I wrote with her and, you know, uh, have inspired many, many kids um, over the years. I, you know, I had a Christmas program in, at the elementary school level where, you know, we did a whole, you know, Christmas pageant. And, and they had... I recorded them and, you know, they sang original music that I had written for them and, and and all that good stuff. And it's kind of like, it's pay your blessings forward, you know, and, and that's kind of how I live my life.
0: Can I ask you, how is the process though of songwriting, uh, as far as personal to you and how does it reflect or echo life or the life that you live? I mean, you know, that's been your craft. That's been where you shine. So, I guess uh, (laughs) the miniature version of of how the the craft of songwriting or what it means to you and how you go about it?
1: Um, There has to be unique things about your feelings, you know, and and, and as you, sometimes you'll see a situation um, unfold and there's a, there's a song there, you know, and um, I mean, or there's, like like in, in, in the matter of like Full Circle, a, a song I wrote for long ago, you know, actually ended up in the book Don't Stop Believing, an audiobook, where it was like, I was back where I started. Journey had disbanded and I was back solo singing and doing my thing and, you know, or it's like the songs you'll leave behind where it's like, all, all that really matters are the songs you'll leave behind, you know, so I wrote a song about writing the book, you know, um, and it, it's just, uh, I think, in the end, it's observing things about yourself and the world, and you know, you see other people struggling in a situation, and and there there is that too. So you have you have what's inside of you and what you observe, you know, and sometimes it's it's self catharsis, you know, and sometimes like I wrote a song uh, about being gone on the road. Uh, and it's called, what else have I missed? You know? Hmm. And, and, um, yeah. And it's like, when you go on the road, you pay a price. And so I was examining this, you know, this price that I pay to be a rock star and, and not be there for all of my kids events and not be there for everything that I could have been there for. And so, you know, um, So, so there's two ways of looking at, you know, when you, when you're writing a song, you, you you write about, you know, an observation or a sort of a, a confession, you know, and it's being transparent. I think the transparency, it's almost like we're preaching, you know, um, we're, we're digging deep and we're, we're saying something that it's a reveal, you know, it's a big reveal for, for a writer. Um, I love the song The House That Built Me you know Um, truly a beautiful song I got to meet the writers and um, that song destroys me Um, and it sat on the shelf for 10 years (laughs) uh, waiting to be cut and and Miranda Lambert uh, you know recorded his you know great songs today hardly see the light of day I hate to say it but but in the end in the end I think it's cyclical and I think that Great songs matter in, in, in a wave or two, you know, so a wave will go by or two and then all of a sudden you'll hear a good song and it'll move you, you know, uh, I think the country, country Western seems to, you know, country music has a deeper and Christian as well. You know, I think the pop music market is, is, is pretty right you now. <laughs> I don't think it's the deep waters that it once, you know, and, uh, in a sad, uh, state right now. And, I guess that's kind of kept me away from writing, you know, pop music.
0: I don't even understand it. I mean, I'm officially old, you know, when you start yeah. saying, I don't understand today, it just seems like, where's the, you know, I'm waiting for the hook and the melody and it's just, it, I don't know. It's like a virtual loop or something and who knows? Well, you know?
1: well, that's it. It's atmosphere now. They're just trying to put you in an atmosphere and, and, um, you know, it's the millennials have a whole nother, uh, way of communicating, you know, and, um, that I I've I continue to write you know the song I've written thank since God 19, 1981 you know I I know who I am and I write those songs um that's that's who I write you know yeah and let's that's talk about guy. that
0: because you know it's like uh, th- thank God you wrote these songs because the way that you carve out uh, the expression of love I mean it, it, sometimes you listen to music today I I'm not sure I understand that that expression of love in that sweet beautiful way. That well
1: is, yeah it's 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 got and gotten away from that it's <laughs> you know it's sort of uh just more of the shallow physical you know check me out kind of thing i mean yeah, I-, it, I you know i yeah again i think every once in a while a song will come around and you'll go wow that um that's a great song but you know it's discouraging for guys like me that you know I used to be in popular demand and you know, the phone doesn't ring anymore, you know, so it's fine. Um, They, I guess they have their party, they have their music and, you know, um, I, I have kind of, you know, I, I just love what I do and, you know, I'm sort of like an artist and, uh, you know, I, I will continue to paint my style and, and, Hmm. you know, I feel like I, I use colors and sound and, you know, I, whether or not it sells, you know, I was in Nashville trying to co-write with some of these guys and it was, it was frustrating because couldn't get the first base with a lot of it, you know, but I, you know, I understand it. It's.
0: When you say that, do you mean like, as far as just kind of self-reflection examination truth or like, where does it, where do you begin? Where does it, where does it begin to not go anywhere with some of these folks?
1: Well, you know, it, there's, there's a certain, yeah, I don't know what it is. I mean, I think in the end you're either on that wavelength and you know, it's, you're, you know, you're, you're meant to, I think it's a, a, you know, you're the young writer that is hungry and, you know, goes in there and and he, and maybe he'll get it done. And I've seen when I lived in Nashville, I had seen several writers come from other places and just explode, you know, and you go, well, that's really cool. um, but what am I doing wrong? Yeah, <laughs> mm. and 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 again, it's you know it's being at the right place in the right time. You know, and and the I think God has an order of things, and uh, so in in the end, you you just love what you do, and you know I continue to be faithful to my craft, and you know, and write um, what's on my heart, and it just you know, whether we're, where it goes anywhere or, you know, journey hardly makes records anymore. Um, you know, so maybe we'll make another one. Um, I Please. hope someday <laughs> we will, you know, and, and certainly we, we, we did some good ones. So we did revelation, uh, as one of my favorite albums, uh, that with Arnell, That's you know, right. that we did. And, uh, I was quite pleased with a lot of those songs. I think arrival was a great journey album with Steve, Ogieri. uh, Jerry, uh, but didn't get, you know, as hard as I worked on that, I don't think I got, you know, much accol- accolades on that one, but it, you know, it's what it is. And, you know, you're a writer and that's what you do. You write songs. That's
0: right. And let's talk about where it does click. And has always clicked is with journey. I mean, yeah. from the days of uh, Steve Perry, Neil Sean and others, and now Arnell, and uh, the whole band is there. And so, um, You know, it's, what a a close relationship, I imagine. I mean, is this truly, is everyone like family? I mean, if you, you have spoken to these folks for years, decades upon decades.
1: Yeah, no, we, we, we've been together. Let's see, Arnell's been with us over 12 years and Neil and Ross and I have been together 37 years. Um, And Smith, you know, he goes way back to probably 40 years. And so we, we, uh, we, you know, we're like, uh, we're just a good family. I mean, we we have our moments where you know we get offline and um, and we'll we'll have arguments and this and that. But pretty much we we know what's good, you know. And it's it's a brotherhood, and I'm proud of what we've done.
0: Yeah, I mentioned in your music, I mean you have to hear that guitar uh in your mind or that voice, you know, of, of Arnell. And so uh you probably you probably have like uh, you know, how there's multi track, you probably have that in your brain automatically, don't you?
1: I sure do. I do. I you know, I'm uh, constantly uh, you know, working on stuff and I I have a lot of lyrics lately. I just I write tons of lyrics and um you know, usually it was I be struggled with lyrics and today I'm You know, I'm, I'm lyric heavy, you know, (laughs) I have, I have, you know, I used to worry about writing my own lyric and today I'm, I'm not, you know, today I'm very sure when, when I hear something, I know what exactly it is. And before I used to search and search and, and today I know I can kind of put my finger on it. I guess that's wisdom of the ages,
0: for sure. And someone's going to play you, Jonathan, in a movie because they're making a movie about Arnell. And so, some actor—I guess—you'll hopefully you'll have the say in picking out who would play you.
1: Well, you know, I—I'm just a keyboard player, you know, and and a, and a lonely songwriter. So, um, I don't know. They did that in *Star Is Born*. I guess, um, you know, Lady Gaga, and it, it, it seems to be the lead singer that, that gets the uh, that gets the movie. You know, so.
0: In preparation for the you know interview, watching interviews about you of course, reading your book, don't stop believing our special guest Jonathan kane and uh, the man the band, and the song that inspired generations, so my wife is there, and of course, you know once she found out i mean she's heard these songs for years, but once she found out you know you wrote the song, don't stop believing and faithfully it's like you would see her melt into the into the couch, so what is it about the the female persuasion here you know they it's they i mean it I'm sure that never gets old where all of a sudden I said, well, honey, you never looked at me like that.
1: Um, Oh my. Well, well, thank you, Michael. I mean, in the end it's, again, it's, it's looking at, you know, soul searching and, and, and learning to be transparent. Um, it's, yeah, it is, you know, it is being that Hallmark card. You know, you want to be that greeting card that says what hasn't been said or what hasn't, you know, been put forth. And, I wrote a song on the uh, Arrival album that I was quite proud of, called "Loved by You," and um, it was a different take on on a love song. If I should die before I wake, I'd go into the night whispering your name. Hmm. You know, and you know, if, if loving you is the last thing I do, I know that I've been loved by you. You know, it's I've been loved by you, so I'm good. If I die tomorrow, you know. Uh, I'm I'm loved by you, and that's fine. And I I feel that in my heart, you know. And, uh, and is that you know, the love think, of your father? Is that
0: was that the love of your father? That you know. And I imagine you can't write about love unless you feel love.
1: Yeah, my dad um, was a lover. He really was. My mom was a tough sort of tough love mother. You know, hmm. she kind of you know made sure that I wasn't you know <laughs> going to be one of those guys. You know, he, she's like well you know she got rid of my teddy bear early on you know you're not walking around with a teddy bear we're going <laughs> we're going to throw that thing in the washer and it's going to disintegrate you know um no but dad you know and, and it was uh, you know sort of a he was gone a lot you know and but yet when he came home i can still remember his whiskers on my face as i got a hug you know mm-hmm. and um that to me and the smell of his his cologne and his hair stuff, you know. He he just had a way about him that was uh, just so inspiring, you know. And and I guess that it begins. And I had an auntie that loved me, you know. And and <laughs> I was surrounded in it, you if know. Her
0: um, whiskers too, right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I there was, uh, you know, there was a deli uh, right underneath the house of uh, the apartment that we lived in. And there were these two peop- these two owners that owned the delicatessen, and they took us under their wing. my brother and i and and there there was it was just like a love fest growing up it really was um you know until the fire hit and and when we had the fire in nineteen fifty eight and that was a Catholic
0: all. school, a Catholic school you yeah, we went to
1: yeah ninety two children perished, and three sisters in this horrible school fire that Probably should have never happened, but there, there it is. It, arson, and but it, you know, th- there was this incredible neighborhood of, and now it's just all. It's still not uh, what it was. I
0: so, don't want to go too deep on this, but I like the thought. Is did you, did you spend a lot of your life with PTSD and didn't know it?
1: Maybe I don't know. I mean, you know, there, there's certainly. From With witnessing music.
0: people jumping out of a window, I mean, children. And I would just, I'm just curious because that certainly could be true.
1: Well, well and then again, we weren't given the privilege of having counseling. So the music became therapy and I guess became redemption. And, um, you know, my father recognized that immediately and said, let's do music. And I was already, I was, you know, whatever you got, Dad. Uh, I want to be any place but here, you know. And, and I guess I, I kind of ran, you know, to making music and I wanted to devour the art of making music Mm. because of what I felt. I wanted to forget, I wanted to escape, if you will, escape the biggest journey I'll ever, that feeling, you know, of, um, of forlorn and, you know, the shock and grief of watching, you know, all those children perish. It was just right before my eyes at eight years old.
0: Mm, I can't imagine that.
1: How in the world could this be, you know, that this would happen to me in my life at this early age, right next to the house of God, you know? Um, that was hard for me because, you know, I was I was a spiritual kid, you know? And, and there was a question of, you know, where are we abandoned kind of thing, you know? And we had to work that out. And over the years I I realized that yeah, it just was chaos and evil at work.
0: Yeah. It reminds me of Jonah, you know, with a heart yeah. and if I take this away, you know, what do you do you do with well if you if the King James do you do with well to get angry with me? And so your heart was hardened. Your heart was hardened at a at a young age. I mean, experiencing that. And yeah. you always it seems like from what I understand, your dad being a spiritual man, a believer, yeah. that you trusted in Christ, from what I understand at a very early age. But that experience of the school and the fire hardened your heart, and you were kind of running from God, and you're you're that prodigal that came back.
1: Exactly, exactly. And he, you know, <laughs> it was it was a divine plan. It was it was his plan, you know, to to put me with a preacher and a pastor and a woman that had a heart for Jesus. You know that I would meet her. Yes. On an airplane, on an airplane at Southwest, fly Southwest, everybody. I guess the question I had for her on that flight was: Is, is it possible, you know, to to come return to that place, you know? And I, I miss that place. I miss that uh, connection that I, you know, that I once had. It was so deep and so real, you know. And and I I believe it's restored. Um, yes, and I I, I was rebaptized. Uh, in Ghana, Africa, by her spiritual father, Archbishop Duncan Williams, Williamson. Ghana, they pray so strong, you know, and um, and they really pray and they believe. And prophets came forth and and said to me, you know, welcome back. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen.
0: And that's where I found you. I mean, the rock and roll Hall of Fame, you know, the, with the induction ceremony, watching that. And then you said, <laughs> and my eyes popped out, you said, and may the good Lord keep yeah. his hand on us. And I'm thinking, there's the testimony right there. That's
1: Absolutely. That's I, more no, I, that. I, know, I know over the years um, that it was God keeping the ship afloat. There was no other explanation for it. We should have been dead three times. We were like Lazarus. We keep coming back for more. <laughs> you know, well, we you lose the lead singer. So what? Yeah. What do you mean? So what? You know, most we'll find
0: him on YouTube. It's okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Put a fork in it. Right. Yeah. The Lord managed to cover us. And, you know, uh, we, uh, we continue to this. Again, this being the best year ever. I, I, it's hard for me to fathom. I mean, coming. Off of 37 years. 37 years later, we sold more tickets than we've ever sold. And that's supernatural grace right there. It is. (laughs) I'm speechless when I think about it. You know, I just know our God is faithful. And I know my father's prayers all those years and everything that he prayed. And I know he prayed for hours, you know, over me when I was gone all those years, you know, and he was in Chicago. And, um, you know, he just was that guy and, and and you just don't get grace without somebody, you know, going to the storehouse for you and saying, Hey, you're here, you know, so I, I, I really look at my life in a different way of gratitude and, you know, reverence and for, for everything that, that has happened for me, you know, and and so much of it is because of my father's prayers.
0: Yeah, the faithfulness of his prayers and yes. and his love. I mean, it's uh, it can change a person's whole life. I mean, with that without having that kind of foundation and groundedness, uh, and that kind of care. And you always knew things were going to turn out right. You you had that uh, you know instilled in you.
1: You know, it w- it was hard because, um, well, I've tried to do in the in the book was say to people. Just because you reached the top of the mountain doesn't mean you've made it. You know, just because you're number one, just because you made your million, just because everybody thinks you're the greatest thing um, doesn't mean that the enemy isn't coming for more. Doesn't mean that's going to stop the enemy from, Mm. you know, destroying or trying to destroy. And the warfare... That comes with success is huge. And anybody that, that achieves any success will tell you that it's a nonstop battle, you know, to maintaining balance in your life, maintaining, you know, eye on the Lord, keeping Jesus in your heart and a daily looking in the, the the Bible on a regular basis and keeping keeping a humble heart, you know, and, and, and I think uh, we get distracted with success and that's evident in the book. You can see it all over the place Yes, um, with, with the six, every bit, of, every major success journey had, there were people falling out, falling down, um, stumbling, you know, where when I joined the band, nobody was stumbling. You know, everything was just kind of cruising along. But when we had that major leap in popularity, and we had this, you know, mega success, things started going awry. You know, and I, I think of, you know, like Anthony Bourdain, like a guy like him, mm. who 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 has had the pinnacle of his uh ESPN run. You know. Mm-hmm. And yet he invites witchcraft into his life and thinks it doesn't matter, you know. So here he is, you know, letting these strange witch doctors pray over him in these mm. crazy places that he's at, not knowing what the heck they're praying. Exactly. What What is it? I watched it a couple times. I don't like that guy lay hands on you, you know. Mm. And here he is thinking, well, I'm I'm Anthony Bourdain. Nothing's going to hurt me. I'm, you know, I, I do this all the time. I do this for TV. No, you don't, you know, and, and w- without spiritual covering, I don't care who you are, you're susceptible, if, you know, the enemy can take you out, and, and, and I believe that was, that was that, you know, that gave him the idea. Um, oh, I believe
0: that too. I mean, the Bible, it kind of begins right there with spiritual warfare, and God's serious about that. I mean...
1: Uh, I can count about three times I've seen crazy you know people with skulls and snakes you know praying on him i'm like anthony what what are you doing you know this makes for good tv but it makes it for bad spiritual you know um you know there's it, there's just no explaining it but um you think about how end.
0: bad it is these pigs jumped off the building they jumped off the the uh, mountain into the water because they had a, a spirit into them in the scriptures that's how bad that is
1: I mean, we see Prince and Michael Jackson, Jackson, and countless others. You know that that have reached the pinnacle of success, like they have godly, you know, success, like superstars' success. And what happens? They just, you know, and 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 sometimes it's health that fails them. I mean, you have a David Bowie. It's just kind of all of a sudden, what? You know, how, mm. how did that happen? How does he all of a sudden, you know, die at such a young age? And Again getting too close to the sun and not have covering you know and and, the, and our our Lord is a covering, and the yes. word is a covering and, yes he is and that's that 's what i 'm grateful for in my life is that my father had the umbrella over me and the grace that he you know till I got my prayer motor working again, and I started praying um, you know that so everybody i don 't care who it, who they are that has you know major success you're gonna face the enemy very very soon he's coming for his you know
0: it may and, be just better to be part of the groups the group journey
1: <laughs> because and you know have we're brothers, in numbers. people
0: who lean it, on you and you lean on them
1: it is safety in numbers for sure um you know but i so many people that you know that have had the big the big day you know end up just nowhere you know and that's because of the lack of you know having the lord and and just being there with him on a daily basis and you know i i guess i asked paul i said you know how forgiving is our god you know that was my question to her and and she told me he's ready <laughs> anytime mm-hmm. anytime you know He he's jealous for you john you know and i'm like all right i'm i'm in you know i believed her you know and I, I just had to hear the good news you know tell me the good news um and i i can tell anybody that's listening to this show that there, there is hope you know for all of us and it's never too late to return never too late
0: there is this picture of brokenness and humility and it's almost like that the purity of the what's at stake god's grace uh you know everlasting life. Uh, there's something beautiful about you just standing up there, certainly with your wife.
1: Absolutely, and you know, I I stand humble, you know, before him and, and give him all praise and and know and know that you know he lifted me up, and and my testimony is is, is proof that you know that we could find happiness together, Paula and I, and and start a new life at our age. I mean, we're you know. <laughs> fifties and sixties, who gets that? You know, who who gets that opportunity to to hit restart? Uh not many people.
0: You see the weed of love in your eyes in the in the pictures in the book.
1: (laughs) Well we want to share, thank you. We want to share that. We want to share the message that um, you know, through through the Lord, you know, it is possible and 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 resonating there. And I believe that, you know, no woman's heart is really ever going to be yours unless you go through God first.
0: Can I just ask you? Can you can you see yourself uh, traveling? Because I mean, it has been part of your life. I mean, this is your life—getting on the tour bus and and performing. It's what God, in many ways, created you to to be and who you are. How long can you see yourself doing that for?
1: Oh gosh, um, I don't. I didn't put really a time limit on it. You know, um, I looked at the Rolling Stones, and uh, you know, there was seventy. Four seventy-five, seventy-seven. 77 mick Jagger. last time i saw him singing was 72 charlie watts was 75 wow they still seem vibrant and young i look at tom jones tony bennett's in his 90s <laughs> i i don't know moody blues they're all hitting close to mid 70s and they still are terrific i mean i went to see him a couple of years ago at, in vegas and i was blown away i mean one of my favorite rock bands and you know i mean they were I was a kid listening to that stuff, you know, and and they're still so relevant. Their music is so good. Um and I see that and I go, Well, <laughs> just play as long as you know, as it's fun and you're we're we, we have timeless music, you know, and um with Arnell, he's he's a he's the youngest one in, in, in the group, you know, and still forty something and uh we're uh we're we can carry on, you know, and he's saying Beautiful. Les, we just did, we just did a couple of, uh, of one offs, and my goodness, um, what a way to go out! I mean, he it, he, he sang a record uh, the other night. I I said I've never heard. So he sang all this whole tour, sixty shows, and he had a little break, and they came back, and um, my goodness, what what a, what a voice he has!
0: He it's you know, it, it, it's incredible voice,
1: and a heart for God. He really does. You see
0: you on some of these uh, interviews and, and uh, talking directly with Arnell in particular, you could see the mentor come through in you. You can see all that experience coming through, even, even a bit of your mom, the tough love and all yep. of that. It seems like you're, you're for sure a mentor.
1: Well, you know, I, my father, he was that guy, you know, and, um, when you, when you've been through what I've been through and, and been sort of, you know, figured it out and said, okay, maybe, you know, I, 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 you know, I used to love psychiatry. I used to love, you know, psychology. Um, I still do. And, you know, I thought if I wasn't a musician, I'd probably be a shrink, you know, because, <laughs> because I can read people, I can read what they're going through and, you know, people, I can walk in, you know, I, I'm good at reading emotion. I can put, see it on people's faces, you know, and, um, you know, Paula just lost her mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, before Christmas and it was just you know gut wrenching for her and mm-hmm. I don't think she was ready and I I watched her just absolutely melt you know and melt town and and, meltdown, uh, and, and it reminded me of losing my father and just yeah. just the the foundation of a loss like that what you know when you really have a connection that that goes deep you know and, and that transition of death, into you know into going on alone is so is there's just no telling how long that's going to take you know like when my father died I thought well I'll never play another note (laughs) you know everything I played was for him and how am I going to ever write again and and uh and then I transitioned and you know so so there's that aha moment where you just go okay um I guess I'm both of us now you know, it's and, probably and, hard.
0: And, I mean, just, just all the different emotions—not yeah. only emotions, but how many images and feelings that we carry with each other, and just the importance of people. And you know, we think we're all alone, but we're really connected. You know,
1: we are so, and you know, we are a seed. You know, that seed is in us. You know, and when when they leave us, uh, and that connects. You know, that connects in in the natural. And then that goes into the supernatural is when we become bigger and we become wiser and we become more confident, you know, and that's, that's kind of what happened. And I I promised Paula, you know, this Christmas that it would happen for her. I said, you will wake up one day being a better version of you and it will simply transcend and you will simply absorb everything because you know, we harvest, uh, those beliefs that our parents had in us. If, you know, that's how it works. It just, we harvest it. And, and when it starts to, to, to grow and when it starts, we have a double harvest. We have a double portion of our parents of what they put into us, you know, and that's what I felt with my father passing. And I, and I, assured paula that with her mother passing she will have a double portion very very soon of and that's what you is. get
0: in your book don't stop believing jonathan kane songwriter keyboardist for the band journey i think you know them and know him the man the band and the song that inspired generations uh you are transparent and you share a lot of your life meticulously in in here and uh, no fluff it's it's a, <laughs> a wonderful book and i have to ask last question here Uh, is there any chance this is just my mind sometimes thinking ideas can you ever put music you know music to the psalms right like what if what if you had some uh, everyone was on board here a journey through the psalms
1: no it it truly never happened it is possible you know and you know many have tried it you know it's a it's an ambitious project at best and i think for me i i Would like to be the soundtrack to the songs, you know. In other words, just sort of outline, you know, on the piano and with orchestra what they mean to me, you know, as opposed to trying to sing them. And I'm going to probably release a couple CDs or, you know, just worship, piano worship, uh, sort of moody, new agey kind of meditation prayer. So you could put this music on and pray you pray you know like youtube yes (laughs) we have a we'll have a thing called you pray you pray i'll play i like that (laughs) And, and you know you pray with your mouth to the lord and i'll play and what i play might push you to pray somewhere might move you to pray somewhere you know
0: that sounds like an actual service I mean, like something you 'd find from Apple or something like you you pray we 'll play
1: you pray, i play yeah, and that that's great. kind of that 's what we 're working on now um and what prayer of glory is going to be interesting because a lot of these prayers are um are beautiful, and so I said well let 's do a video and let 's take paula 's voice off let 's have one with her voice, and then you do it. And then, so we're we're going to try to do is this app where, where, where you're going to be able to pray for your wow. children. You'll be able to pray for your children. You can hear Paula pray and now you make your own prayer. So then all of a sudden everything goes away and it's just the music and the, and the visuals hmm. and you pray. Okay. I think music when it's not specific lyric will cause you to pray something, you know, um it, it causes me to pray when I play. I mean I'm I I get lost in on my piano. I mean, I was worshiping on my piano since I was probably fourteen. You know, I didn't know what it was. People ask me, What are you playing? And I would say, oh, That's God's music, I guess. Mm. I don't know. But I would just wander off, you know, and I would just open my heart up for an hour and just just worship. I would worship him musically. You know, I think of all the hours I, I could have had. You know, that uh, I never recorded. And, and again, it's private. You know, and and it, it was between I guess between me and the Lord. But um, with 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 playing on Sunday now, I, I just bring the laptop in and I record what what comes out. And I'm just amazed because it's that word. It's the you know it is the word of God it causes supernatural uh, movement, you know, and, and it causes me to move, you know, in a different way than if I was, you know, not listening to something, you know, in other words, you know, you're, you're just going with, it's kind of being a sound, you know, like a soundtrack. I, I'm a frustrated soundtrack guy. I guess.
0: <laughs> <You're> <laughs> you guess. John Williams in you. <laughs> yeah. I
1: wanted to be Hans Zimmer, you know, um, but, um, no, truly it, it's really fun. Uh and it and it's rewarding to um to offer up music to God, you know. And and I, I tell kids when I was teaching piano, I you know, I would say, Let's play something for God. So close your eyes and put your hands on the keyboards and just play something for God. Yeah. Just a little something. Whatever comes to you, you know. And so many of them were just paralyzed and nothing would come out. You know? <laughs> and then every once in a while I get a student that just starts just flowing. You know, I said, Flow now, flow in the spirit. Play for him, you know. Hmm. And um uh, and and that's that's how that's what he he loves. I think the Lord loves just spontaneous, you know, transparency. This is what's this is what I got for you. What do you think, Lord, you know, to please you? I try to just do that, you know, and I think every musician should just have a little music for God hour, you know, play something off the cuff. Just play something in your heart, you know, tell him you love him and and write that love song you didn't know you had in you.
0: You know, yeah. I mean? Wow. I wish, you could, <laughs> I wish I could write like you, but I mean, uh, for sure though, you know, there's so many voices, so many distractions, Right. Uh, things that you're talking about to take yeah. like that well, and is, something
1: this, good will and, come and this from This is it. a one-on-one experience. This is, this is like completely blocked out. I mean, I have, I have a grand piano in my house and so many times I'll wake up, you know, in the morning, you know, after a little coffee and I'll just start playing. it, it just flow.
0: And it's hard to believe that, you know, with the, the coffee, speaking that, sometimes being cold or trying to find a parking space or whatever, that there's constant praise in heaven. I mean, you know, we yes. get so caught up in this whole thing here. But in heaven, though, you'll probably hear music you've never heard before.
1: And, and, I, and I I can guarantee you that um, if you plug into that place, that uh, notes will, will flow out of your hands that, you know, you never played before. And, and the melodies that I've uh, experienced have been, you know, heavenly. And I thought, my goodness. Um, wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm a believer you know <laughs> that, 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 that just letting loose, you know, and, and that's why I encourage anybody, you know, to, to just pray, you know, to pray and let don't, it doesn't matter always, you know, to just open your mouth and pray um, and, and let him know, uh, I think it's so important, and you know, scripturally, super important.
0: You know, and you're and you're playing a journey, and the lights go on, and this, you know, grand. You ever get the, the you know, the Jerusalem coming down. You know, is, is it like that? <laughs> Standing. Yeah, up Yeah,
1: no, it's, it certainly is. We have our own congregation. You know, we have we have our own. Um, you know, people come for that for that hope. People come for, you know, that assurance. I guess we represent. You know the secure times we represent uh, a different era. It's it's a safe place. You know, journey's a safe place, and yes. and that's kind of the I think why '80s music and '70s music you know came back because it's what the kids' parents you know learned, and 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 they want to they want to have that security.
0: Yeah, it's amazing that the lead singer, again, Arnell Pineda, he, uh, Don't Stop Believing, that song meant so much to him. Jonathan Cain, our special guest, Don't Stop Believing, the book, songwriter and keyboardist for the band Journey, the man, the band and the song that inspired generations. Get the book. It uh, goes through everything about his life, and uh, if you love Journey and if you love the Lord, it's the book for you. We appreciate uh, your your heart for the Lord. And can I ask you, would you mind just praying? I mean, we're at a time where the highest Rates uh, during Christmas time and New Year's, but would you would you pray for uh, what's yes. on your heart for you know for people to have that same peace that that you have?
1: Yes, right now, uh, Father, we thank you. We thank you. We give you all praise um, for the glory that you bestow upon this world. That you would keep us safe from harm, A- and we pray now for those that are troubled. We pray now for those that are disturbed. We pray that you bring su- supernatural grace, that you would bring angels from the north, the south, the east, and the west, and, and you would overturn and override any disturbance, any kind of agitation, any discouragement.
0: Yes, Father
1: God, right now, we just block any seeds of despair on this holiday season, that you would... Fill them with the glory of your grace, Father, that you would show them, that you would show them the the destiny that you have for them, that you would give them the mind of Christ, that you would lead them to Jesus, because Jesus was the earthly father. Jesus is the answer for all of us on this earth, because he shed gave his life for our salvation, He shed his blood for us and that you would show them
0: Mm.
1: and make them recognize everyone on this planet that peace only comes through you. Mm. Peace only comes through you. That love only comes through you. That all things come from you, through you. Oh God, Mm. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here in two thousand. 19, mm. and 2020, and beyond, and beyond, and beyond. So, Father, we just, we just hope that you would bless this new year. We hope you would bless this White House. Yes. We hope you would bless everybody in Congress, that they might get along, that mm. they might see the unity, that they might become one with you, O oh God, because you are the common denominator of what the United States stands for. One nation under liberty, under God. That's you, Father God. Yes. So we pray that. We pray that. And we we just thank you for all the blessings of this year. In the name of Jesus, amen.
0: Amen. To God be the glory on that.
1: <laughs> don't there
0: you go. Don't stop believing. And uh, Jonathan, thank you for being on the program. We appreciate
1: that. Thank you, Michael. Take care.
0: Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics. Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. And by Hamilton Stands, founded in 1883 in Hamilton, Ohio, Hamilton Stands is the oldest music and instrument stand maker in the world. They offer a broad range of sheet music stands, band and orchestra instrument stands, and combo stands, including mic stands, guitar and keyboard stands, and accessories. In fact, the broadcast you're listening to is made using a Hamilton stage rocker mic stand. Visit HamiltonStands.com. And Auralex Acoustics has one mission, to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics, along with free expert advice, total sound control products from Orlex Enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room.